The hosts feel it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the story of Frankenstein, a man of science who sought to create a man after his own image without reckoning upon God. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the two great mysteries of creation, life and death. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now is your chance to. Well, we've warned you. Hello, and welcome once again to the Frankencast. I'm the mad scientist, Anthony Bowman. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm joined as always by... Your mumbly dad with the bloody face that is Eric Velasquez. My pronouns are also he, him. Oh, boy. Ah, it's a mess. <laughs> you know, uh, for a long time, I feel like the bar for worst movie for us has been that uh, that Italian reanimator movie. I think we may have found a new bar. <laughs> I don't know. This one's batshit insane enough to be kind of entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Well, and it's like, you know, we've done, I think this is our third Jesus Franco movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the previous two were, were crazy. You know, it was, what, the uh, Dracula Prisoner of Frankenstein and the Erotic Rites of Frankenstein, which yeah. were both bananas. This mm-hmm. is a whole different level whole, of crazy. whole level of bananas. This yeah. Came I mean, out in, what, the 1990s? Yeah, and like he shot it on video, uh, you know, it's like it does not look nearly as like polished as his earlier stuff did. No, um, it almost it it feels like he shot this like when he wasn't supposed to, right? Like somebody <laughs> put an injunction on him, and he was like, "Fuck you, I'm still making a movie." Yeah, it does definitely have that feel. <laughs> yeah, and it so last well, last week we were we. We're saying we thought that maybe his daughter was in it, but it's not his daughter in this one. It's his his wife at the time, right? Um, Which that's better. <laughs> that's better. Yeah, and, yeah. and she had been in like his movies when she was younger. Now she's, I mean, she's a little older here, and but like you know, good for her. Like there's plenty of nude scenes, and she feels you know she's comfortable and everything. But like I'm sure there were some people who were like, we don't want to see this old lady, um, yeah. but the. The even more naked character in it is um, Michelle Bauer, who's in like a bunch oh, of Lordy. Full Moon stuff. Uh, Michelle Bauer, you know, good for her. <laughs> She's still working to this day. Yeah, I, the main things I know her from is like what Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers and mm-hmm. uh, Sorority Babes at the Slimeball Bolorama. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I love that one. Not uh, uh, but yeah, Dead she was into the Passion of the Crust. <laughs> mm, yeah yeah she's kind of a staple of uh of the full moon uh kind of movies you know that she's she's always ready to get topless for a, a trashy horror movie and and we love and, her for and that. apparently <laughs> in this one she's willing to put on a fake dick so <laughs> that, yeah if like, it took me a long time like i could i was like what's going on there and then Finally, like, like she kind of makes. That woman has the biggest clit I've ever seen in my life. Nope, <laughs> I was wrong. 
<laughs> yeah, she finally like makes a comment about it, and I'm like, oh, okay, yes, it, it was what I thought, but <laughs> yeah. And the best part is, you get to see it in all its glory whenever uh, there's uh, the the transfer scene between um, her and um, the mother or stepmother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, or the sh- uh, stripper. The point is, is that it's it's hilarious. And it's like a little plastic piece that they just, like, taped <laughs> just above her vagina. Yeah, yeah, it's... <sighs> and, you know... This ta- sounds like something you want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, and I, I think the, the main thing, as far as, like, the quality goes, is, you know... The, the it look, shot on video is, is one thing, yeah. but the audio quality is really Sucks. rough... And it seems like most of this cast, I don't even know if English is their second language. It almost seems like somebody is writing out English for someone who doesn't know how to speak it. And they're just like phonetically saying the things. Yeah, the the guy who's playing the actual um, quote unquote Dr. Frankenstein, Carlos Subterfuge. Mm -hmm. This man has not even conceived of speaking (laughs) English before. You can't tell me otherwise. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't swear that I understood everything that he said in this movie. Like I was just kind of guessing. I didn't know what guessing. the fuck was going on until 15 minutes in when the British guy shows up, <laughs> and then and then uh, Moira fucking starts talking to him, and it's like, oh, okay, now I get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, yeah. This this one, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess we should go ahead and get into it. I think we've. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna start with like the intro intro uh, sequence, which is basically parts of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. We've get like metal rattling, a feminine shadow creeping up the stairs. This is gonna be an actual scene later on. The swirling mm-hmm. bloody face of this fucker, <laughs> Carlos Subterfuge. <laughs> like I've never seen an Italian guy with dreads, and I don't want to ever see that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's a look, all right. <laughs> it's a look, especially with all the blood. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, wh- wh- I I wrote down big boob lady just looking around. I'm pretty sure that's goddess, aka the character that Miss Bauer is playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it seems like Franco has done this in some of the other movies we've seen, where it's like. He just gives, it's like the opposite of a previously on. He just shows you yeah. stuff from the movie you're about to watch over the credits. But it it's frustrating because you're just like, what is all this? I don't know what's happening. Uh, and then when it happens later, you're just like, okay, I guess I know that now. But like, I don't know. It just, it, it doesn't work as like a teaser or anything because right. it's just too much nonsense. It's literally a teaser for a movie you never knew you wanted to see or <laughs> not sure if you still want to see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's so long. Like I, I wrote, this is an unbearable five minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, like he will let you sit there with it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Yeah. What does this mean? In some cases, I would get it if like the movie was really short and they were trying to pad the length. But I mean, it's an yeah. hour and a half. It could have lost that yeah. five minutes and been fine. It probably would have been better. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, All right, so we get the main character of Moira. Uh, she's having a nightmare-ish. Yeah, and she's, I mean, like, you get, like, a voiceover, and she's just quoting the monologue from Rebecca, the, like, yeah. last night I dreamed I was back in Mandalay. I don't know why. It, 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 
Yeah, it's just that exact speech that if you've seen the you know the Hitchcock movie or read the book or whatever, it's it's that monologue. Right. Um, and then that we she has to set up, play some alternative rock tunes from the late nineties. <laughs> She, she has, like, this record that she plays the same song, like, six or seven times in the movie. It's ridiculous. Right. Anytime she's stressed, she's going to throw on that, that album. Mm-hmm. Right? And also when she has sex. Uh, oh, yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. And all kinds of other wild shit. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so once she, like, wakes up from this, this nightmare and kind of, like, climbs out of bed and walks around, while she's doing all, you know, putting on the record and getting, uh, I think she gets something to drink, and we get our first view of uh, the, uh, uh, you know, the the blood splattered man who is like outside her window at this point, like staring at her. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like this motherfucker is just creeping on her, right? He's mm-hmm. just a creep. Yeah. Um, and, and he's like, breathing on the fucking window. <laughs> like, they didn't think, hey, he's, spoiler, he's supposed to be a fucking ghost. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they couldn't keep him like a foot away. I guess not because it's a short uh, balcony. It's a <laughs> right. small balcony. Yeah. Uh, so like, I don't think he even says anything at this point. She just sees him and it, he yeah. kind of creeps she's her out, creepy. and then she looks away and then looks back and he's gone. And it's like, oh, maybe it was a hallucination or you know. But yeah, it ends up not only is it a ghost, it takes forever before you find out that it's her supposed to be her dad. It's yeah. uh, you know. Um, You're not so, gonna find out for a long fucking time. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, she's also wearing a shirt from another uh, Jesus Franco movie <laughs> called Succubus, mm-hmm. which I, yeah. I love the product placement for himself. Good job, man. And it's like the camera like pans down at her to be like, "Hey, you seen this movie? It's, you know, she likes it. You should probably check it out." <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's better. I would hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we we see like occasionally we just get like scenes of like the ocean mainly as like I guess. To tell you where we are and probably to pad the length of the movie. Uh, and then we see Mora outside um, getting ready to get into her car. And there's a man there who like tries to stop her. And they kind of get into an argument. And I think he's like her ex. Or they've or yeah, either... He cheated on her. Mm-hmm. He cheated on her and that pissed her off. Yeah. And that's why they broke up. What's his name? Cyrus? Cyrus or Silas or something like that. Yeah. yeah I feel like it was Silas. Mm-hmm. But the, the 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 um the cast says it's uh Cyrus. Mm, okay. But I'm sure it's Silas. Anyway, he's a British dude. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, he's like, but just let me let me explain. Can we can we sit down? Can we talk? I love you. And she's like, I don't have time like come back next week and maybe I'll sit down and talk with you, but I hate you. And then she like speeds off. Right. <laughs> uh and Doesn't she call him like a jealous, uh, cheating bitch or something like that? Yeah, I Before think so. She she I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she ends up like she drives and she gets to um, like a, a villa with like a locked gate. And there's okay. like, <laughs> why? <laughs> why the fuck? The, do they ever explain why she chooses to go here other than it was, I guess, her father's house? Uh, yeah, maybe that would explain, like, you know, now in retrospect, yeah, if she saw what she knows to be her father and we just think is, like, a weird guy, then, yeah, maybe it would make sense. I, yeah, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, so we find out, like, this is, you know, was her childhood home and is now occupied by her stepmother, who is 
you know, a mu- was a much younger woman than her father. Like, yeah. possibly For- the same age as Moira, or younger even. Possibly um, a friend of Moira's before she got married to the dad. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, like, so I, Moira gets out of the car and it's like, trying to, you know, the gate's locked. And then this, this stepmom character uh, comes onto a balcony and they end up having, like, they're yelling across the yard to each other, having a conversation. Yeah. It uh, seems pretty fucking pleasant right now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, like yeah. Like, hey, come on. Yeah, she's like, come on in. Um, I'll have Mario, the, the gardener, let you in. And this weird Doesn't guy. Does he call himself the accidental gardener? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it may, I guess maybe that means he's more the uh, the stepmom's lover and has just fallen into doing gardening work on the side. <laughs> Good for her, man. <laughs> Good uh, job. <laughs> and he's, he's very strange, like... I think when he comes to the gate, isn't he, like, walking on all fours or something? Like, yeah, he's, like, he's, he's running like a fucking monkey. Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, and never explained. Who knows? Um, but, no, I think he's just a dude. I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, he's an experiment, right? But no, he's just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a dude. <laughs> so, yeah, he lets Mora in and, the, you know. Man, Mora... we get a great introduction to Mom, though. <laughs> Where she, like, just... <sighs> Kisses her on the mouth. <laughs> well, hold on. I'm talking about the the Moira walking in, and uh, she's giving a dude a blowy. Mm, yes. <laughs> she's just going to town with this guy. Yeah, and <laughs> as you alluded to, when Moira comes up, she's like, "Give your mom a kiss." After she's like doing this, mm-hmm. and then like she snowballs her own stepdaughter. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. It's so so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, that was a great, per-, you know, she's like smiling about it. And it's like, Moira's pissed, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, she's, she saw what just happened. Like, she knows what, you know, what has just transpired. It's not. Right. Uh, it, yeah, it's very weird. Uh, and I think then, like. But you know what's, you know what's interesting, though? Later on, should we, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> it. Everything about this makes sense and why the stepmom would have this like thing going on mm-hmm. you'll find out at the end of the movie yeah 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 we will we'll get to it okay. um <laughs> and yeah like i will i guess there we as far as content warnings there are there is oh, one yeah, we, we fucked up <laughs> there all of is, them pretty much yeah i mean obviously there's plenty of nudity in this there's you know, this so, that moment was a little squicky, but like, there's there's one like for sure like sexual assault moment um, a little later. Um, uh, yeah, treatment of uh, of I don't wouldn't necessarily call strippers a sex worker, but of dancers like they they don't treat a lot of people like people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So, and then there is of course gore. <laughs> right. It's not yeah, really cor- realistic gore though, so I don't know. Yeah, it's not too bad, especially you know, like I've Franco has definitely done gorier things. We've wa- we've watched plenty of them, so. Um, but yeah, so once once they kind of have this weird sort of like you know reintroduction or whatever. Yeah, even uh, her stepmom's like, "Hey, you mean you and your dad used to have fun together?" And it's like, "Oh, by the way, incest. <laughs> we didn't mention incest mm, under that." Mm, yeah, yeah. That's a that's surprisingly a big part of the story. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it. Th- yeah, there's just so much about this that is just like I, I. It's I don't understand what the like. 
what he was going for in the making of this. Like, it, it just feels... It's a mess, and then, like, the things that are happening are... Yeah, they're awful. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's like old Franco was kind of classy, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it was a little bit seedy. Mm-hmm. This dude's just like the the jizz-stained seats in, in a theater. <laughs> like, this yeah. is the stage he's in his life. Yeah. Yeah, it almost, it feels like, you know, he, he kind of got typecast as, like, he, he does these kind of, like, you know, risque, erotic films, and then, like, maybe... Uh, you know, he wasn't getting the money to do those in a classy way anymore, but he, you know, wanted to keep doing them, so he took the money where he could get it and made what he was able to. But yeah, this this one, I mean, you this know. is just a couple steps away from a porn, porn movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's a better story. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and in fact, I mean, you know, some of the porn parodies that we've watched over on Patreon, I think yep. would would have what I, I would say would have better stories than this. <laughs> Especially the monsters, which that's funny. I mm. mean, go go check that one out. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think it, what like at this point, uh, Moira says something about you know she came here to collect some items, mm-hmm. um, and you know. Uh, I think the next thing we see is Moira in, I guess what we would say is like her childhood room. She's in like a bedroom. Um, apparently she had a pet, has a pet bird that's still out there for how many X years? Yeah, it's like caged on the balcony. I, I, I You know, I, I guess somebody's taking care of it. But yeah, it doesn't seem like a, a good thing to just leave those behind. Oh, by the way, I don't think we sum this up because basically anytime you see her mom, her mom's going to be in lingerie. And she's going to be having sex with somebody. <laughs> yes. This is just true throughout history. Mm-hmm. Just know it. Yeah, and I don't like, like the guy that she was blowing earlier. Like, I don't. Does he ever get named? He's just like no, the sex he's guy. Just yeah, like, we have two lines. Mm-hmm. The fucking gardener gets Mario. The gardener gets more development than that guy. Yeah, yeah, and and Mario is also mostly just a sex object as well. <laughs> Which I guess good for the stepmom that she's just, you know, she's got this harem of dudes and is living her best life. I mean, why not, right? <laughs> right. Um, and then we we get more of, like, the, the ghost dad. Um, yeah. This time he, he does talk and he says, I think he says something about, like, I'm begging you help me find my enemies. And yeah. if you or do, I will tell you. Yeah, he says something like, I'll tell you my secrets if you do. Um, Basically, this is when we find out, oh, he's he's dad. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, wild. Yeah. Um, and then we just cut to a shot of, like, little figurines of cherubs oh, doing, like, the, the see no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil thing. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it, it comes up once or twice more, and it's, like, obviously, like, hey, this is... This is symbolism. Get it? Like, we're, you know, this is a metaphor for stuff that's happening in the movie. Right. Um. <laughs> and then we cut back to, like, or we, this is a flashback, by the way, I'm pretty sure, where the mom, stepmom's getting drilled again. But then mm-hmm. there's a woman who's, like, sucking on a, a dagger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, it, it's at first it looks like it's two different shots that are superimposed. Yeah. But then we see the, the woman with the dagger like turn around and enter the frame of of the sex scene so she was just you know closer to the camera or whatever she ends up like she starts 
Or no, at first the stepmom starts caressing her, like, the, the knife lady... Yeah, and the knife lady eventually drops the knife and, like, starts to kind of join in on the, you know, the, the kind of starts to have a threesome. It's incredible. It's, it's an incredibly awkward scene because it very much feels like they don't know what to do. Like, they don't know how to... I have never seen a woman, like, rub her vagina on the back of a dude's neck. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? It like, feel... <laughs> the one couple knows what's going on. They're just having sex. Mm-hmm. But then girl number three is like, I don't know what to do. I'm not. We're not doing butt stuff, so I'm just going to ride this dude's <laughs> neck. Yeah. It, like, it feels like it written by, like, a junior high boy who just heard that threesomes were possible. And he's like, wait, so what would the other one do? I don't know. Where, right, I don't what have we... two dicks. How, how, how does that work? <laughs> yeah. What could we make her do? Right. <laughs> it's it's so silly. <laughs> and then like at some point in that like we we do get a superimposed shot over it of moira yeah um, it's young moira mm. and her stepmom so that presumes that's Uh, that i did not make that connection but yes i think you're right like that makes so much more sense yeah because i definitely was like moira this is a fantasy moira is having but i did not yes that that explains so much. Um, well, I think it's a flashback, which makes it worse. Yeah, so she is like she's fantasizing about her own sexual encounter with her oh, mom yeah. and dad. Ugh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, I think... right? <laughs> oh, that's Once, like I was like, who are these random people? I mean, that's clearly stepmom or close enough to stepmom. Mm-hmm. This random girl with the knife, and it's like, oh, then later on, like it, it's Moira just sitting there. Like you have the little gauzy dream film and it's like oh shit mm, yeah. oh no yep uh, I, I think you're right so you know hey, this... apparently it's not that bad because she rubs her ass on the window <laughs> <laughs> so this was the, the you know early days of the oh no stepmom stuck in a dryer thing <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh yeah uh, but the, the so the Sex fantasy gets interrupted by the ghost dad again, who, you know, adds to his sort of, like, request to Moira, and now he says, I need your help to make a beautiful monster. Um, And he says a lot. That's about all I got out of it, though. Like, this scene goes on a while. Um, That is the only fucking thing I understood was, you know, help me make a beautiful monster. mm -hmm. And we cut right from that to... Uh, you know, Michelle Bauer naked and like, you know, strapped to like a Frankenstein slab. She's got scars on her like neck and torso and, you know, I think bolts on her neck and everything. Um, no clothes. Mm hmm. Full bush, full prosthetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Moira like comes in and, and sees her there. And then, uh, the, you know, the, the monster wakes up and, and she starts begging Moira for help. Um, and Moira's like, how can I help? And she says, open your open shirt. Your shirt. <laughs> and, you know, most people would be like, mm, I don't think so, bro. <laughs> but Moira <laughs> listens. Like, Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, but rather than this being a sexy time, she scratches Moira's chest and then starts, like, licking blood off of her. Yeah. Um, and so, and then she, the, you know, this monster character kind of gives us a little bit more about like what what we're what we're supposed to be understanding about what's happening she says right. 
you are Moira Frankenstein. I need food. I need your blood. Um, follow your father, the doctor's orders, and I will be your slave. Right. So, I mean, uh, Moira's got some things going on. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. And uh, obviously, Michelle Bauer is probably the only person who speaks really good English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for, because she's the only one who speaks English, they do run her voice through like a, a vocal distortion thing to make it a little deeper and more monstrous. So she's still easier to understand than everyone else, but they did, you know, handicap her a little bit so that she's right. closer to on par with the rest of the, the, the cast. We got to look, we got to, we got to extend that curve or shorten the curve, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So everyone else can get a B in class. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, uh, Mario's busting out some whips on mom. She's getting plowed again. Mm, yeah, yeah. So now it's it's the the you know the guy from before and um or is it is it's is it Moira in this scene? I thought it was Mario. Oh no, no, sorry. It's it's stepmom. Stepmom's getting plowed. Yeah, and and, and, and Mario's whipping her. Right. Yeah. Right. And she's having sex with the nameless guy again. mm Hmm. Yeah, and yeah, he's just like you know standing behind her, whipping her ass. So like, at least they they've got an idea of what to do with three people. You know whether or not that's your thing. At least they're all participating in some way. Right. <laughs> uh, that's all right, I guess. You know. Yeah. Um, and then we get another scene with the ghost dad. I don't. I did not catch anything from this one. Like I have no idea what he said. The only fucking thing I understood was you have to give your blood to the monster. Mm, okay. And her name is Goddess. Yes. Um and and yeah, I, then the like the next scene is Moira like sort of like making out with and caressing the monster and uh she she further emphasizes your father called me Goddess. I think at that point there's like someone's pounding on the door uh and I guess Mario's drunk cuz he's like stumbling around and he's like open up you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Moira lets him in and he instantly starts like really aggressively kissing her and she's kind of like stepping back. And at first it's like, you know, this movie's had such weird horny scenes that like it's unclear, you know, exactly what's going on. But then after a few like a minute or so, you're like, oh, no, she does not want this. This is this is bad. Um, God is saying about that. Yeah. So she like bursts into the room and like starts attacking Mario. Well, Mario's like, "All right, we got another babe." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Moira comes up behind him then and hits him in the back of the head with something and, and you know, yeah. knocks him out or kills him. Or just knocks him out. He he we will get a little you know, indication that he survives this here in a moment. Um but this is when Goddess is like, "Hey, we got to get him down there." Mhm. And do something. Yep, so we cut to the science lab for this movie, which is super low budget. But, you know, there's there's two slabs. Uh, Goddess is laying on one, and Mario's on the other one. Uh, this is when, because I, I actually wrote this in my notes, it's, I said, does Goddess just have a big clit? Or, nope, that's a small prosthetic dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, <I'm> so... <laughs> They're kind of doing, you know, we've we've seen similar things to this a lot, where it's like we we're connecting the monster to someone else and passing life force over, um, and you know, so we'll see uh, Mario kind of like starts like twitching and pain uh, as his energy is being taken away. Meanwhile, Goddess is sort of 
she's writhing in a, a more like sexual way as she's being like filled with this life energy. Um, so, you know, she's also there when when Moira is connecting them to the equipment, she puts a catheter on Mario. I don't know why. There's no purpose. They are killing this. <laughs> Seriously. Oh. Oh, does it connect? Oh, I didn't even notice that either. Yeah. What? That, because, uh. All right. So maybe we didn't explain this because goddess is like, uh, I don't want to say hermaphrodite. Yeah. I mean, that, that would have been the term at the time, but like, I mean, I guess intersex would be the term at this intersex. point. Yeah. She is intersex. Yeah. But and like with her being a Frankenstein mom, I mean, I guess intersex would still, you know, usually you think of intersex as people who are born with like differing chromosome arrangements, um, that, you know, that, that cause some differing like sex characteristics. In this case, presumably, you know, Moira's dad made this creature this way on purpose, but I, w I mean, I guess having, yeah. you know, having both sex characteristics, I guess you would still call them, call them intersex. Basically, what we're trying to say is, is that when D D Frankenstein was making Goddess, uh, he saw the gender slider, and said, "No, I'm hacking it and just saying yes." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, everyone does use. You know, I mean, Goddess being the name is is definitely like a feminine name, and I, I'm pretty sure they use like she her pronouns describing yeah. Goddess. Um, but and, and literally, they'll ditch the dong here in a minute. Mm -hmm. It's only here for this scene, and then they're done with it. Yeah, Michelle Bauer was just like, just get this fucking thing off of me. So I guess is that is that the deal? Then the catheter is somehow taking the the dong energy from Goddess and, yes. and sending it into the the dying Mario. Oh. Yeah, basically. So yeah, and that's gonna this is gonna cause issues later because because Goddess is both male and female. The male brain wants to fuck shit up. The female brain just wants to fuck. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it feels like under a more, um, adept hand, there might be something here that would be interesting to like explore. Like it intersects well, we Frankenstein monster. <laughs> no, we definitely did not. But let, you know, I mean, like if you think of like, you know, Frankenstein created woman where you had like mm -hmm. the female Frankenstein monster that was also carrying the soul of her dead boyfriend inside her you know there there was some interesting stuff there of course that movie was made so long ago that they also couldn't really dig into it too much this was would you know obviously is closer to now still the the 90s were not the the best i mean now is not the best time for trans folk but absolutely not in the 90s but you know i feel like if this had been made by like i don't know john waters or something there might have been a little bit more, like, clever, you know, subversive stuff about gender and sexuality and stuff. And in this, it's just kind of, like, it's vaguely horny, and I, I feel like the the intersex monster is supposed to be just a gross monster. Like, I, I don't think we're supposed to, you know, feel any kind of empathy for the fact that, that you know, she has this, you know, complicated relationship with, with gender and sexuality. So anyway, Moira and her are gonna fuck now, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, she yeah oh, she says like yeah now you are my mistress come to me, um, and we get Moira puts on her favorite record that only seems to have one song on it, yep. uh, and they have 
incredibly awkward lesbian sex. Like, you know, I mean, it's kind of a cliche that, like, straight men have, like, you know, fantasize about lesbian sex, but that they want, like, fake porn lesbian sex. This doesn't even look like fake porn lesbian sex. It just looks like someone who has no idea what that, like... Well, they, goddess is trying to penetrate, you know. Mm, uh, okay, so, I mean, I guess that would make sense that, like, goddess is learning how to, you know, use her, her new, like, more, I guess, uh, des- yeah, designated genitals. Because, um, yeah, there's a lot of, like, it's not even, like, scissoring. It's, like, it is grinding in a way that, like, um, yeah, it, it's, it's kind of strange. And, but it also just feels like these two actors... They don't have the best physical chemistry. No. Uh, they don't really, you know, and I'm sure it's like, I'm sure Michelle Bauer's like, you're my boss's wife and you're like, you know, 20, 30 years older than me. Like, uh, it, this is uncomfortable. Well, it, it also seemed kind of like uh, both of these women are straight. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Lesbianish sex. Mm-hmm. Lesbian sex, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they didn't. They didn't seem comfortable at all. Yeah, and in fact, like it goes on for a little bit, and then it just cuts to shots of the ocean, which I, I feel is like metaphorical for like you know Mother Earth and like you know lady sex. Um, but I, I think it's just like we we ran out of ideas of what to do for these two women to do with each other, so we're just gonna cut to this. <laughs> yeah, and of course, then we have a car pulling up beside the ocean mm-hmm. and uh, awkwardly pulling a. a large chest behind them mm-hmm yeah it, it, it's at first it's like silhouetted like it's pretty clear it's Moira but it takes a little bit before you can like actually tell but it's weird like she drags this uh, like footlocker kind of chest out of the trunk of the car drags it about halfway to the ocean and then opens it and pulls out Mario's dead body and then drags the body the rest of the way to the ocean I don't know why you know what the the trunk was for Um but keep it tidy the car i get not i mean honestly yeah just dump the fucking chest in there uh, yeah. unless moira's planning on going back for you know she's gonna put every well she is gonna put everybody in the fucking chest so <laughs> yeah true she's planning ahead Mm-hmm. and yeah so she you know she of course throws him in the ocean and then we just cut to her arriving back home and like you mentioned earlier, stepmom is there. She's in lingerie. She's out. She's just outside. Like, hey, have you no. seen Mario? I'm I'm looking for him. Um, yeah. And Moira's like, no, I haven't seen him. And you know, stepmom's like, but I thought he went to your room last night. And she was like, yeah, he he came by. Uh, he was there for like a minute or two. Uh, you know, then he left. I don't know where he went after that. Um, you know, he's not my type. I think she says. Um, and again, the stepmom, she kind of creepily hits on Moira again. Like, you know, maybe I'm more your type, something along those lines. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. She's like, why don't you share your toys with me? Mm, Yes. Yeah. Um, so Moira goes back to her room at this point and listens to that same record again and has another encounter with ghost dad. (laughs) Yes, she does. (laughs) Now, does she have another flashback? Because I feel like she's having a flashback here where he's literally just having sex with her in the past. But he's also wearing a paintball mask. (laughs) I don't know what that that mask is about. Um, Yeah, and this time we see Moira watching from the doorway. Um, So, yeah. Yes, so I think 
I think, I don't know if this is a fantasy or happening in present day, but either way, at some point Moira is watching uh, stepmom with nameless guy. Where yeah, you know, she doesn't it, think about anybody else, but when she thinks about dad, she touches herself. <laughs> right yeah um and yep. and so yeah then when uh they they the couple having sex see moira they like the the boyfriend gets up and grabs moira and starts like at first he's just kind of like it seems like he might be assaulting her but then she kind of seems more into it this time mm-hmm. um and he drags her to the bed uh, oh, and at, stepmom's really ready. To, she's like, hell yeah. Yeah. Let's and so, go. and, uh, so yeah, they start, you know, going to town and then we cut back to specifically to the, the cherub figurine covering its eyes. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't want to see what's going like, look away. You don't want to see this. <laughs> um, and I think it seems like when Moira climaxes, she like yells for her dad or something. Yep. She sure does. Yeah. Um, so yeah. All kinds of stuff going on here. Yeah. And then, like, the next scene is her waking up by herself in her own bed, uh, closed. So I, at this point, I like I, I, I wrote in the notes like, did that happen, or did she dream this, uh, or is this a fan? Like, I have no idea. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, the weird thing though is, you know, she put on the record, uh, at the, you know, in the previous scene before the sex scene and the record is still going. If she had, you know, records don't, you know, like, uh, one side of a record is maybe a half hour. Um, so she either, you know, slept, fell asleep for a very short amount of time or uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. Only like repeating, uh, <laughs> What the hell was yeah. record player? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's very strange. Uh, got my, turned my mind to mush. <laughs> yeah, it definitely felt that way. Uh, so yeah, once she, she gets up, she starts looking around. She doesn't see Goddess anywhere. She's like yelling for her. Um, and then we see Goddess is outside. Well, hold on, hold on. Before we get to that, before we get to that. We do get a little bit of a fake out moment where a dude's just like using an axe on something, and one mm. gets like a momentary "oh fuck." <laughs> but yeah, that's not where Goddess is. Go ahead, Anthony. I'll yeah, you, I'll give you the pleasure of this one. <laughs> so yeah, we see this. This guy is chopping firewood, and the goddess is watching him, but she is nude outside, um, like humping a tree. I'm pretty sure you can just say she's fucking that tree. <laughs> yeah. Like, she probably found a knot hole and just went to town on it. Mm, yeah. And so, like... <laughs> and she can't stop! Mm, yeah, like, I'm thinking about this guy, Moira. You yeah. gotta help me. Yeah, like, she, like when Moira gets to her, she's like, please, put your fingers inside me. Help me. Right? <laughs> So Moira obliges, and they all they together just kind of fool around while they watch. And the guy chopping wood, it's also worth noting, he's using a hatchet, not an axe. Sorry, not an axe a, a little ass hatchet trying to chop wood, which would take for fucking ever. Uh, <laughs> probably that's just the only thing they had laying around, and they were like, "Ah, it's fine." <laughs> and you know, just to just to tell you what Goddess is thinking about, 
they zoom in on the dude's package like every couple seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, I feel like there is sort of like precedent for like women being like attracted to men chopping wood in movies. But this is yeah. this isn't the thing where he's like, you know, he's not like a really muscly guy. He's not, you know, nope. shirtless or like wearing like a tight flannel and sweating, you know, attractively. He just looks like a regular like just dude uh, <laughs> chopping wood with this little hatchet. It is not it's not an erotic wood chopping scene. Uh, if if that's your kind of thing, you're not going to get it out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know whose thing this is, man. <sighs> yeah. It's somebody's. It's got to be. Jesus Franco, that's who it is. <laughs> right. Uh, and from there, I think we just cut to, like, later goddesses, like, asleep on Moira's couch, um, yeah. still naked. Like, they, they passed out post-coitus, just about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and Moira goes outside and gets in her car to make a phone call. Um, and it's, I think she's calling her work. We don't really hear the other side of the conversation. But it sounds like she's like, I'm going to be out of town for a little while longer. Do I have any messages? Um, you don't really hear the other side. She's just like, okay, thanks. Uh, and then when she gets out of the car, we hear like laughter coming from the house. Um, so she goes inside to see what's going on, and it's stepmom and boyfriend who are now snorting coke. Yeah, just railing some lines, baby. And, and I like how, you know what, mom, mom is kind of a good person to a degree. I mean, not really, but <laughs> she's like, hey, come on, do some coke with us. And yeah. mom's like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, at least she's, you know, going to share. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, you know, Moira joins in, and um, they... Very quickly, everybody decides to get naked. Um, Let's all have sex. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the scene earlier, it was kind of unclear how into it Moira was, if it even happened or not. But here, everybody's down. Everybody is having yeah. a good time. Um, all signs are green. Yeah, exactly. And I think this time, this one's still kind of awkward, but a little better. But there are scenes where it's just like Franco doesn't know where to put the camera with when there's three people they're like you just are like seeing like the side of someone without like you're not seeing any of like the bits you want to see basically you know it's <laughs> like everybody's naked but not in a sexy way I guess. I mean Moira's you know exposed she's between uh, mom and the dude who's actually having sex with her and apparently her mom kind of knows what to do because she's just ran you know grinded behind her and all that mm -hmm. but uh you know somebody there's somebody in this house who's not into any of that <laughs> that would be goddess yep she like you know wakes up on the couch hears the sounds and goes to fall like just like starts stomping through the house I'm and then we find we finally get like at one of the you know the, the opening credits like one of the main scenes that we see several times is this like silhouetted figure coming up the stairs and now we finally get that scene. This is yep. goddess angrily approaching the, you know, the threesome, uh, you know, in media res here. She instantly just kills the boyfriend. Uh, like, mm-hmm. And she starts to like attack the, the stepmom, but Moira gets up and gets Mario's sex whip from earlier and starts just whipping the shit out of goddess and is like punishing her. Like, no, you know, you do what I say. I'm your mistress. You don't hurt, you know, she I can doms, do what I want. She doms goddess. And mm -hmm. goddess is like down for it. Yeah. Yeah. She seems to, to definitely get something out of this. And, you know, this from like, 
I think it's the erotic rites of Frankenstein where we get that that scene where the the woman gets whipped a lot and you know there's like a lot of blood and everything and and this scene felt very similar. Um, yeah, stepmom's like I'm not hanging around here for this weird shit, even though I I've been into everything else, right? Yeah, and this is so bizarre. Somehow stepmom gets the whip away from Moira, tries to run away, trips, falls over a balcony. And gets hanged by oh, the whip. Yeah. <laughs> so Where the just... fuck was it attached to? I don't know. It's so weird. How did she fall over the balcony? Like, she has the world's shortest robe. You're not tripping over that thing. right yeah and we just get like the silhouette of her body kind of like swinging back and forth from the from the whip and then Moira's just kind of like oh fuck (laughs) yeah it's so weird uh so at that point moira kind of helps goddess up she's her back's like all bleeding and she's like we better get out of here this is a crime scene now you know we don't want this to be found so they go back to like that science lab this is where goddess explains my heart is full of love but my mind is full of hate Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says she says my double sex is always on fire. Um it and she says my yeah, my heart needs love, but my arms want to destroy them destroy everyone or something like that. Um so yeah, and, and Moira's like, I, I can help you. And Goddess is like, I, I can't be helped. The only thing you can do is kill me. She says, pull out my golden cord and cut it off. Yep. I, I don't know if that's a metaphor for like just her life force, or if she has some sort of weird, you know, robotic cord. Actual golden cord. Yeah. It's either, either or, honestly. Yeah. But she does say, "I'm, a, I'm just a puppet, a nasty, beautiful puppet." <laughs> I wrote that line down too. It's so weird. <laughs> but yeah, it's clear. I mean, it works. <laughs> yeah. It's not wrong. Yeah. Ed, but Moira's like, you know, no, I'm, you know, I love you and I'm good. We're going to find a way to, to work this out. I'm not killing you. I'm going to help you. Um, right. But apparently, okay, so here's what you got to do. You got to find me a body. <laughs> but what Dr. Frankenstein used to do was inject people in the temple with a sedative. I'm like, that seems like you're just murdering them with mm-hmm. extra steps. Yep. Yeah. So I, I think the next scene is... Uh, well, first, it's just at a strip club. We just see a woman, you know, dancing at a strip club for a while. Rock lobster they have at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely like, it's it's that sort of like rockabilly, like like the cramps kind of style music. Yeah. Um, like, I think there's a song called like Ubangi Stomp or something like that. Um, but yeah, Bless it goes... <laughs> Uh, so at first we just watch the one, like, it's just a, a, a stripper dancing. Um, eventually, yeah. uh, Moira, finds yeah, Moira comes in and sits down at like the rail. Um, and the, the stripper kind of comes and like, you know, dances in front of her for a while. Uh, and then eventually, um, she encourages Moira to help remove her G string. And then like Moira goes down on her, uh, there uh, the... okay i have a problem with this <laughs> being a young man who's been in in a facility such as this <laughs> that they would not let they would not let you do this like <laughs> some people would be like get the fuck out later yeah so i actually so i um discussed this with uh, with someone i know who um who has been a stripper <laughs> mm-hmm. um and she was like 
at certain points you sometimes will get another stripper to like act as a mark and and right. pretend like they're doing this but you would never let just like a stranger do this in in a in the club you would never uh, in the middle of a dance you would never just sit on someone's face mhm yeah like you know if if you're using, you know it's a coworker and you're doing it to like play it up to get guys to to tip more sure but like just some random like older lady the stripper's not going to be like yeah this is this is what i want to do um but Nope, the stripper seems very into Moira and, in fact, decides to come home with her. Now, to um, see that, I would buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so they, they get home. Moira puts on the same record again. They get into bed and they start kind of, like, fooling around. This is probably the most realistic sex we've seen, but it's only two people, so <laughs> it's easier to uh, choreograph, I guess. But then Moira's like, hold on, let me get something. And she goes and gets the aforementioned syringe uh, and yeah, gets back into bed, like holding it behind her back and then like right. surprise injects the, the stripper in the, <laughs> right. the temple. Just stabs her in the temple. <laughs> yeah. um, yep. And she immediately goes unconscious. And then we just cut to the science lab again. We've got goddess on one slab and stripper on the other. Yeah. Now they're transferring the, the lady juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so it's similar. Like the the strippers kind of looks like she's in pain. Goddess looks like she's in ecstasy. Uh, and then when it's over, Moira's like, "How do you feel?" And Goddess says, "Like a whole new woman, a woman in love." Aww, that's adorable and fucking weird, but okay. <laughs> and to make it just a little weirder, the ghost dad is just like standing in the background, covered in blood, watching his monster creation and his daughter have sex. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck uh, does he say? Like, I couldn't make out a single word this time. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. For like a minute. Yeah, I mean, I assume he's like, good job, daughter. But like, yeah, I did not hear any of it. The next scene is Moira and the goddess. They together now have dragged the stripper to the ocean to throw her in the water. Um, and goddess is well, wearing clothes. Oh, I thought. I guess, uh, yeah, I was thinking it was the stripper, but I guess it could be the stepmom as well. I mean, they, they need I mean, to get rid of both of them, wearing, right? They're both wearing very short dresses, and they're both brunettes, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We only uh, get to see them in silhouette, so who knows? Yeah. But Goddess is wearing clothes for the first time. Kind uh, of. <laughs> she is at first. calls it out. Like, yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like she thro- throws, the, they throw her in, and then, yeah, as they're going back to the car, you know, yeah, Goddess is wearing, it's like a button-up shirt, but she's, like, got one button done, and she's just... She's fully exposed. Yeah, and Goddess is, or Moira's like, you're you're dressed very provocatively, and she's like, I like, I like to be provocative. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure, yeah. So, as they're headed back to the house, we finally get the second appearance of... Chekhov Silas, um, who, you know, I guess had tried to, you know, go back to Moira's apartment. And since she wasn't there, I guess he knew where she grew up and decided to check on her there. Um, I don't know, but the guy has enough enough audacity to just let himself fucking in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And pretty soon after he goes in, Moira and Goddess arrive. And now Goddess is fully naked. I guess she just couldn't bear to be in that much clothes for the whole car ride. She's, uh, she's an always nude. <laughs> the antithesis to a never nude. Yes. <laughs> um, I guess you would just say a nudist. So. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm making it too complicated. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, when, you know, as they're pulling up, Moira sees Silas's car and is like, oh no, this is going to be bad. Uh, so she's like, you know, you stay in the car. I'm going to go deal with this. And, you know, Silas is like, I went inside. I, I was worried sick. I saw blood splatter. What's going on? We finally um, learned that stepmom's name's Abigail. Because he's like, where's <laughs> Abigail gone? Yeah. Which, it's kind of like, were you involved? Were you one of the sex people? I mean, could, yeah, could yeah. be. Um, and like, <laughs> why would this movie bother? Like, this, we, like, stepmom has just been stepmom this whole time. Like, it's, why even bother at this point? Um, but, you know, while Moira is, like, you know, trying to figure out a way to, like, talk her way out of this. She's like, come back to me. Come back it, to me, Moira. Yeah, and Goddess ends up, like, sneaking up behind him, and, you know, she's fully naked, except she is wearing, you know, like, like the boots Karloff wore, like, the really thick mm-hmm. sole, like, Frankenstein she's boots. She's wearing these fucking platform boots. That's mm-hmm. it. But, but they're, like, gold, because they're, like, yeah. vaguely, like, you know, strippery or whatever. Um, but she, you know, snaps Silas's neck, just like she snapped Boyfriend's neck earlier. Right, and Moira um, and her just smile about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, like they're just happy about it. And then I think it's like a little later. Wait, I wonder what's going to happen to Myra and Goddess. Anyway, we, we cut to two blurry women, one with a knife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, they're both naked. And one of them I think is Goddess, but the other one I don't think is Moira, unless it's the young Moira from earlier. Yeah, um, well, it's stepmom. She cuts Goddess's throat. Okay, and yeah, cause she so she is she's carrying a knife, yeah, and and they uh, is it so yeah they they like the new girl like comes comes in and like Moira's on the couch and she's got the knife and they like lick blood off of it. Yeah, so this is fucking weird, guys. Like this is a a this is hard to wrap your mind around because it's like she has a vision of her stepmom killing her her lover. And then we cut to two other people having sex, um, <laughs> which is young M- Moira and Abigail. <laughs> and they, yeah, they start yeah. licking the blood up. Somebody walks in and slits dad's throat, and then they both lick the blood from the knife. Mm-hmm. So that's how dad died, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and it's, and like, the way that they're, li- I mean, it's, you know, it's done very erotically. It's very much like... This is a, a more common threesome scene that you might see in pornography when there are two women and a man. Yeah. You know, imagine the knife is maybe another thing. Uh, you 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 catch my drift, right? um, yeah. but and it's, it's all, also though you still have young Moira, but real like current day Moira is just sitting there on the sofa, just chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, Moira like wakes up. From the, like it, this whole thing was sort of a fantasy dream, you know, surrealist collage of a couple Flashback. things. Yeah. Um, and uh, at that point, sucking her thumb. <laughs> why not? Yeah, sucking Moira's thumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, the you know we get one last scene with uh, Ghost, Ghost Dad, Dad, and he's like, "Farewell, my lovely daughter. Farewell, my beautiful monster." Beautiful. And then uh, as we like kind of like dream of me again. <laughs> right. And then as we're starting to go to credits, we get that same I dreamt of Mandrelay 
uh, monologue again. Which, I don't know if that's trying to imply that this whole thing has been a dream. I don't think so. Right. But, uh, and, you know, I mean, Rebecca does have, like, things of, like, characters who were mysteriously dead and who, like, may have been visited as ghosts or as hallucinations. But if, if Franco is trying to imply that this is his retelling of Rebecca... Phew, he <laughs> he definitely... Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely not. Hitchcock, this ain't. <laughs> no, right? Uh, I really hope he wasn't trying, though, because that's... Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so, so that's... that. you see that kind of crazy shit... <laughs> I would say, yeah, if you are, you know, if, if you're comfortable with, like, a lot of gratuitous nudity and some, like, sketchy sex scenes, and you're into just kind of, like, Euro trash. Uh, This would probably be a fun one to watch um, on mind-altering substances. Um, Obviously, you know we were meticulously taking notes, so you didn't don't have to. Um, We were sober, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, But I could imagine it might be a a more pleasant viewing experience if you've got some some friends who are into trash horror who might want to partake together. When Ghost Dad pops in, that's going to ruin your day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially when he decides to be a kaleidoscope about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's definitely, like, the indicator of a bad trip, for sure. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, it's... I think think maybe you're right. This might be right above the uh, reanimator in that it is just so weird that there's some amount of fun to it. But, like, I mean, you know, we were talking last week about how I, Frankenstein was not a good movie, but it was a fun movie. This, you know, <laughs> I, Frankenstein blows us out of the water in terms of quality. Yeah. That that there is some high-quality, like, classy media compared to this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, theatra at that, that point, right? Right. Yeah, I... I would hesitate to recommend this to anybody, um, but like the most like diehard fans no, of trash horror. No, because if you do, they're gonna fucking look at you like you're a sketchy son of a bitch. <laughs> they're gonna be like, "I trust you. You're not getting around any of my family members." <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but you know, if if what we have described at all intrigues you, by all means, track down this you know bizarre you know trash movie. Yep. Oh, God. Oh, I have a feeling this was an anime once. Anyway, um, <laughs> anything else we got to say about this? I No, I mean, you know, like we said, like, there is some stuff here that could have been, like, subtextual and, like, been mm-hmm. clever and interesting, but it was not approached in that way, and I, 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 don't, th- I don't think there's any way you can really, like, pull a thread and find any kind of interesting stuff about gender and sexuality in this uh it's i'm not really sure what he was going for but you know it doesn't feel like any kind of like intelligent commentary on anything right it it sounds like he was it's like they were starting or jesus franco was starting to make a very like intellectual argument but then was just like pp and boobies (laughs) and then that's it it's like okay man sure whatever yeah absolutely so yeah i think that's all i've got to say about this one yep all right (laughs) now that we've done that let's do a 180 
<laughs> and, uh, go for something completely different. Uh, I want you to know I think you're insane for this, by the way. Uh, I have no... I have no way to transition this, but next week we're going to watch Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein. <laughs> right. Yeah, it felt like, you know, we, we've we been watching some weird stuff, and it, like, let's let's do something a little more family-friendly after... Weird in a different way, right? Yeah, yeah, so, um, yep, Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein. I, I, I don't know that I've ever seen this, actually, you know, it's just one of those, like, you know, a lot of animated shows got Halloween specials back in the day. Um, I'm. I think it's like Shout an hour. Garfield animated uh, special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, those were those were the good old days. You know, I don't. I don't know that that animated shows do that anymore. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what what happened when Alvin and the Chipmunks meet for Frankenstein. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Where can they find us, Anthony? Uh, yeah, so you can find us on all the socials at the Frankencast. You can email us at the Frankencast at gmail.com. You can also find us over on YouTube, and of course, you can find us at patreon.com slash thefrankencast. Um, we're doing all kinds of fun stuff over there. There's still a free trial. Um, I just recently, we recently put an episode up that is free for anyone, so, you know, you can check that um, recent episode out. Um, I get pretty personal on that one, um, and, you know, you're welcome to check in with that and, you know, reach out if you've got any uh, questions or, or um, you know, need anything after after listening to that. Um, but yeah, there's there's plenty of fun stuff over there, and we'd love to have you. Absolutely. All right. Well, anything else we got to say? I think that's it. All right. I'm going to try this. Because, <clears throat> you know, I'm going to sound like Dad. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I think I think I was too uh, too. You could make you could make too much sense out of what I was saying. <laughs> uh. Looks like you survived another episode. The Freaking Cast is a production of FCR Media. It's hosted by Anthony Bowman and Eric Velasquez. Follow us on Twitter at the Freaking Cast, or send us a letter at thefreakingcast at gmail.com. Our cover art is by Amanda Keller. You can find her at Keller Illustrations on Instagram. Our theme music is by Vivek Abhishek. Thanks for listening.